So good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, the next in the series of our podcasts, where I get an opportunity to chat with some of our leading business owners across the UK and across Ireland. And this morning, I'm very pleased to be able to introduce you to Bernie Rafferty. Bernie, thank you for taking the time to be with us this morning on our podcast. How is Ireland this morning? Good morning, Bob. Um, thank you for inviting me on this morning. Ireland is pretty wet looking this morning. I think our good weather is gone, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I often get into this dialogue because my brother-in-law lived in Ireland for 14 years and he's convinced that the weather's not as good in Ireland as it is in England. But I, I absolutely disagree with him because I've spent so long flitting between both countries that I can be in Ireland one day, it's sunny, and when I get back home in England, it's rainy or vice versa. So I think we both share not very consistent weather. That is definitely one of the, the consistent yeah. across the two. And firstly, Bernie, from myself and all of the team here and in the Irish office, I want to congratulate you on once again re-qualifying for being an Eagle uh, manager. So well done for that. And I want to personally thank you also for the big contribution that you make on our Irish leadership team. You're always there um, with you know, great advice as to how we can be better as a business. So congratulations from all of us to you. You must be excited about it. Absolutely, yeah. Really, really excited. Um, Eagle was a goal of mine for a long time and it's, it's actually quite mind-blowing that this is the second year in a row that I've achieved it. Um, so really excited um, to even show my team what's possible as well, you know, that it is possible. Yeah, and that's, of course, part of um, why we should always focus on, you know, improving ourselves and achieving incentives. It's the message that it sends to, uh, to our team. So for those people listening in who are wondering what Eagle is, then there's, uh, there's the company policy booklet or the incentive brochure that you can learn more about Eagle. But it's basically... Normally, under normal circumstances, because we're recording this still in the middle of COVID at the moment, but normally it uh, means that uh, the qualifiers get an international trip. But sadly, this year, Bernie, the trip to Thailand has had to be uh, cancelled. But uh, we're hoping that um, next year's trip to Phoenix will still be on the cards. We'll just have to see how the whole pandemic goes. But we'll make sure we look after you one way or another, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was yeah it was disappointing this year, but we the good thing is that Forever always puts the FBOs first and our safety and the, the safety of our family. So it's lovely to see that um, that you know unfortunately nothing could be done about it. Um, but again, our safety is put first, and that's really important. Um, but I did get the Eagle trip last year to Thailand, so I um, was able to experience that for myself, and I took one of my team with me. So it was an incredible experience. Yeah. So the challenge, as you know, is but for people listening in, you know, our, our international events are big events. It's normally thousands of people from different countries. So, of course, in the current climate, it's just impossible to even consider anything like that. And I'm sure no government in the world is going to let several thousand people in from different countries at the moment. So we're a little tired. Okay. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, Bernie, we've got probably lots of very new people listening into this uh, podcast. Um, tell us a little bit about your uh, Forever journey, how you came to learn about Forever, what you were doing at that time, and, and a little bit about you know what how life has changed since you started your own business under the umbrella of Forever Living. Okay, well, um, my journey started with Forever. It'll be five years ago now in September. And um, 
I am a mum of four boys, and it was whilst I was on maternity leave with my youngest, um, Callum, that um, a good friend of mine um, approached me about the, the income opportunity with Forever. She had actually approached me a few months earlier, but it wasn't the right time for me to take a look, so I had said no. Um, but when she did approach me the second time, I, I was in a position where I was on maternity leave and my my nursing maternity pay was going down to half. So I did need something to bridge that gap between my pay and um, and my full-time pay. But also because I'd just become a mum of four boys, um, I was thinking to the future as well that I really wanted a better work-life balance. Um, my my job as a nurse was very long hours, so I was constantly away from from the boys. You know, thirteen hour shifts, being away in the morning yeah. when they're still in bed, coming home at night, and they were back in bed again. So I was missing so much of their life, and I really wanted to um, find something that would help me to get that better work life balance, and even just allow me to reduce down one or two shifts. So whenever um, my mentor Julie showed me the opportunity. I could see that it ticked those boxes, and I could see the way that I could earn a couple of hundred pound initially to help me do that. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I um, I got started. I was able to earn that couple of hundred pound very easily. Um, and four months later, I went back to nursing, um, and I was I had earned enough then to allow me to reduce down to part time hours. Wow. So I um, carried on with forever alongside my nursing for. Uh, for two years, um, I worked the business and around nursing around my four boys in the nooks and crannies, um, and it was um, uh, June two thousand and seventeen where life changed for our family. Um, I, I was hit with a very serious health health crisis. I was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, only thirty seven, and my youngest was only two at the time. So life changed completely overnight and I had to park my nursing to one side um, whilst I embarked on 14 months of treatment. But the business I had built with forever allowed me not to worry about the finances. Um, I got a certain period of sick pay and then at the end of the sick pay, I wasn't ready to return back to nursing, but um, I was able to not worry about that. And I parked nursing to one side, took a career break and forever stepped in and paid the bills. And in a time where my business actually should have probably stopped or plateaued, it actually grew. Um, mm. And I'm really happy to say now that um, I'm in remission. I'm in remission now two years. Um, I still haven't returned to nursing. I've just extended my career break because Forever has now doubled my nursing income. And I'm um, a full-time mum at home to my boys. So um, it's pretty good. Amazing story. Lots of things strike me about your story when you tell it. The first one is, you know, there's that saying, if you want a job done, find a busy person. And there you were in a, in a full time, more than full time nursery, nursing career with three boys, the fourth boy on the way. Um, you know, a lot of people looking at you probably would have thought you hadn't got time to do anything else like build a business. You know, like it must have been absolute mayhem. Um, yeah. And the second thing that strikes me about your story is that it was a relatively short period of time before you had um, developed an income that gave you the confidence to be able to step back some of the hours from nursing. I mean, it was literally just a couple of months that you felt confident to shorten your shift. So, you know, whilst it takes a long time to properly establish a business, I think what you demonstrated is it, it is 
relatively short period of time to get the confidence to to be able to make some changes to start that process of getting work-life balance yeah yeah absolutely yeah um and you know something that was because it was something that i really wanted um i knew something had to change i couldn't carry on the way i was going it wasn't really paying me to go to work full time and pay a childminder my husband's a lorry driver and he was away a lot so we were paying a childminder and it just didn't make sense you know, so something had to change. Yeah, childcare is very expensive, isn't it, across our countries? And I think uh, a lot of people, you know, there's some girls in my office actually that have young children. And by the time they, as you say, they've paid the childminder, there isn't a lot less left. And I'm often chatting to them and they say it's more, they come to work for the, the mental stimulation and, the, and some adult company, but it's it financially sometimes doesn't stack up at all. Um, yeah, yeah. What, um, what also strikes me about your story is that, you know, you then were faced with a major, major health crisis in your life, which, you know, had to be the main focus, of course, to get healthy again, but that your forever business, because of the work that you put in beforehand and the team that you'd started to develop, as you say, could easily, a conventional business could easily have shrunk, but yours actually, you know, started to grow and that put you in a, you know, much more comfortable position financially. Absolutely. And I think for, for me, forever was actually a lifesaver for me because it provided me with that positivity and optimism yeah. in some of my very dark days. You know, when, when I was going through my treatment, I would have been, you know, for the first week of getting the chemotherapy, I would have been quite sick yeah. um, and in, in, in bed. And, you know, a lot of that time I spent, um, you know, working on my mindset, you know, listening to audios, listening to or reading positive books yeah. um, and forever I fed it into that really well and I found myself I couldn't keep away from forever because of the whole positive environment that it, that it creates so I found myself dabbling back um, connecting with the team connecting with my customers mm. um, and it, it really did provide a, a brilliant distraction for me as well. I am um, when we were able to do live events I mean you've been to many of our live events and um, I'm often curious to see the reaction of some people who are in the room for the first time that perhaps have come from a more conventional background. I'm always curious to see the reaction on their face when they experience the positive environment that is, yeah. is forever living. I mean, some people just look like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? What, was, it, was it quite a contrast from your previous career? Oh, absolutely. I remember the first success day that I went to and... It was just like walking into a nightclub at 10 o'clock in the morning. The, <laughs> the energy. Without the alcohol, I point out. Just the energy and the buzz. Like it was just, it, it was nearly tangible, you know. It was just um, nothing like that I, that I'd ever experienced before um, in my nursing career and any career or any job that I would have had before. So it was, it was, um, it was very, um, it was very different, let's just say. But um something that you wanted more of. Yeah. Again, as you know, from time to time at these events, we do invite in outside uh, presenters and speakers from different walks of life to share their story. Very often, they feed back to me after the event, what an amazing audience the Forever audience were. And they say, well, how, why are people so excited? Why are people so happy? And I, I, I often, well, I think I put it down to the fact that everybody firstly is there voluntarily. You don't have a boss. You, your own boss within Forever Living, you chose to go to that event. And I think 
often our guest speakers are faced with a more corporate audience where the boss has sent that person to be there to learn something and they don't really want to be there. Whereas with us, everybody wants to be there. So I think that's one of the elements. And the other element I think is that when you are your own boss, albeit building your business under the umbrella of Fred Living, there aren't any limits that there are in certain other areas of life. You know, there's no limit on how much money you could earn, for example. You can determine how much effort you want to put in. You definitely understand the business well enough to know what you need to do to increase your income substantially in any any given year. And uh, there's also no limits as to who, where or how you could work. Nobody's telling you to turn up at nine o'clock and you can't go home till five. And so it's it's a, it's a very liberating environment and I think that's why people are happy I don't know whether you would agree with that analysis oh totally yeah you just you know you work you work for yourself but you're not by yourself um and the fact that you can choose you know as you say when you work and where you work like you know I I know for me when when the school was opened I was literally my car became my office doing the school runs if I had 10 minutes to spare I worked I used it to you know work my business so literally anywhere um you know, out to the shop, sending the child in for something in the shop, get the phone out, you know, <laughs> work on the business. Um, it's amazing that you, it's, you literally can work it anywhere as long as you have a phone, really. Yeah, and the key message there is, I think, it still requires work, doesn't it? It's just a different way of working. But as with any other business, you have to work it for it to, to start to develop and, and flourish and grow. You're just working in a less conventional way, I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you definitely have. You have to. It's not. Um, I think when a lot of people see the potential of forever um, and the excitement builds, and um, for anybody that does that does stop, it's because they don't see results overnight. They don't. You know, you have to commit to it and you have to work and yeah. treat it like a normal business. Treat it like you would any other business that you would have invested in. Yeah, it's. I always find it interesting that you know sometimes you get that feedback that yeah, my forever business isn't going as fast as I would like. And, and when you dig <clears throat> deeper into that, it's often because people just simply are not putting the time and effort and energy into it. And, you know, if you didn't turn up for your conventional job for two weeks, your boss probably would have something to say about that, you know. But, you know, when you work for yourself, you don't have a boss. And sometimes we need a boss, don't we, just to keep us on track. Tell us, uh, Bernie, about... Um, you know, with the experience that you now have, you know, you've qualified for lots of different incentives within Forever. You've proven that you can do Forever. Your income now, as you've quite just explained, is much more than you were earning in nursing. What would your advice be to new people who are now starting their Forever journey? What do you think are the most important things to focus on in the early days? Okay, in the early days, um, and I suppose throughout, what I would tell my team, because everybody has different backgrounds, everybody's different commitments. Some people are working full time, some people are at home. So you need to find out where is where is your pockets of time, um, where you know sit down and get your diary out and and mark out all the non-negotiable activities that you have in a day with your family, your job, and see what time that you have then left that are free and commit then to using that time for your forever business and be consistent with that every day that is your forever time so it may mean you might have to give up um your soaps in the evening um you may have to you know just become more aware of when you're sitting down with your phone scrolling facebook you need to be disciplined and use those pockets of time consistently every day to work on your forever business um, and if you do that your business will grow 
Yeah, I think that time management is really important. And again, trying to make that switch from it doesn't need to be between the hours necessarily of nine to five. You know, I've heard a great story a couple of years ago from stage success day where somebody described how they had a really, really busy corporate job, a lot of pressure in the daytime, wanted to get away from that. So started their forever business and literally rather than go to lunch with their colleagues in the canteen, they used to go down to their car in the lunch break with a sandwich and make some calls to customers, potential customers or potential team members. So you're right. It's about finding that those pockets, isn't it? We all have them. Absolutely. I think if we, if we're prepared to give up some stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, um, even when in the current situation of lockdown and the kids were off for school, I could have easily stopped and said, I can't do this because they're under my feet all the time now. So I, I just had to restructure my day, get up an hour early yeah. before the children get up um, and stay up that wee bit later at night when they go to bed um, and, you know, schedule what time that you have around your other commitments is so, so important because if you don't do that, then your business will drop. Yeah. So I scheduled some time doing the things that you've said. How did you work on believing that it was possible for you to do this? So you found some time. How do you then get the belief to take the action? Um, I think mindset is extremely important. Um, and I suppose before I came into forever, um, I did very little work on my mindset. It wasn't even clued into it at all. So when I started to work on my mindset, um, you know, doing daily, reading something positive daily, a mindset book daily or in the morning or at night, doing your daily gratitude um, and reaffirming to yourself that um, your goals, setting your goals and really seeing yourself achieving the goal, that getting that vision and holding that vision. Focusing on that every day, taking time out of your day every day and focus on seeing yourself actually achieving what it is that you want to achieve. The belief comes in and when you can see yourself doing it. And I would imagine that's a routine that you still have to this day. Most of us do when we've been around the industry for a while. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every day I don't, without fail, I do, I do my daily gratitude and um, um, my, you know, affirmations and um vision for my for my next goal so it's something that's very important and um i think that's it's really important to to help you build that belief in yourself and also just even you know somebody that you that has achieved what you want to achieve you know follow them and see what they're doing yeah um and you know um and take a leaf out of their book and watch what they're doing how they're building their business mm. And those um, small successes along the way, you know, being 4CC active for the first time, uh, getting to supervisor and the other positions in the marketing plan, you know, whenever you have success, it does help boost your confidence, doesn't it, that you can do this? Oh, totally, yeah. Because uh -huh. once you start, you know, achieving the small goals, you can then stretch yourself a wee bit and maybe set a bigger goal, yeah. um, set a bit, a bit of a challenge. And it's, it's very rewarding when you see yourself you know, growing to the, towards those bigger goals. And then you think, well, you know, if I achieve that, I can achieve a bigger goal again. So it's just stretching yourself all the time, getting outside your comfort zone and um, starting to build that belief that, you know, why not me? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that is the biggest obstacle to overcome, isn't it? Why not me? And when you think about, you know, all of the successful people that you now know in Forever Living, you know, everybody started with the same box of products, probably with very many of the same doubts about, you know, could they do this? probably with, uh, uh, you know, the same set of negative friends and family who try and knock you off track and say it'll never work, you know. 
Absolutely. We're more alike than different, I think, don't you? Oh, totally, yeah. You know, I always say to my team, if you're not getting negativity, if you're not getting the knockbacks, you're not working your business. Yeah. Because it's, it's part of the process. It's true. And, you know, I think, you know, that when people start, they think that's perhaps a reflection on the business, but it's not. You know, if you had any other conventional business, you know, I don't know, maybe you were a hairdresser or maybe you baked cakes or whatever, not everybody would love the way you cut their hair. Not everybody would love your cakes, would they? And so, you know, we, everybody gets knockbacks in every single yeah. business. Um, it's just part of the territory, I think, that you have to just come to terms with, yeah? Yeah, totally, yeah. So now, knowing what you know now, and I guess also we've all now experienced a very different life since March, since the, since the lockdown, how do you see the future of a home-based business like Forever and uh, the future of our type of product? Um, I definitely think with the current situation that we're in, that this is just the beginning of a massive boom for this type of industry and especially our industry in the health and wellness. Um, you know, the pandemic has just shown how fragile really people's livelihood and their jobs can be when it, it could just be turned upside down overnight. Um, and the, you know, the, the thing is with our business that we were able to just, you know, tweak a few things, go online, you know, use the technology. Um, and it's not even our, our company, other companies in the network marketing industry are all thriving during this period and it just shows you the potential um, that is out there and I think this is only the start of it for this type of industry. I think uh, a lot more people are now going to see the potential of um, working from home, um, yeah. the income that you can make working from home, even if it's just that couple of hundred pounds to help you with your finances. You know, while a lot of people maybe are still furloughed or they're uncertain about their job, um, just that extra bit of income that'll just give that wee bit of financial security. Um, a lot of people are coming on board for that alone. Yeah, it's, a, so. it's amazing actually, I think, how people have reflected on what's important in their lives and, uh, you know, the, 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 the time that people have been previously taking in their daily commutes and the money that it's cost them in their daily commutes. I think a lot of people actually really have come to like being at home more and have more time around the family and it's hard to see perhaps in some jobs, how that's ever going to be possible. But for us, it's absolutely what we do, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing, you know, how um, we're, we, like most people that I've been talking to in this industry have just turned their business around. And the growth that we've seen here in Ireland has been incredible in the last four months. Yeah. Um, and people are seeing that because we're, we're so social, we're so online all the time. People are seeing that, this business actually worked for them. And I personally have found more people actually coming to me to find out about the business. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, you know, we've got that parallel track. There's no question people are more, they've always been, for, for the last two decades, I've observed people are becoming more health conscious. But in the pandemic now, when you look at, you know, the number of people who are now exercising that never exercised before, cycling, never cycled before, thinking more about how they look after their bodies because they realize that that's the best protection they can have. You can see, therefore, that our product for the future is, is you know, secure. And then, as you say, people definitely want in a more flexible way and, and a way in which they are more in control of their income is, is top of the list, I think, now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And definitely with, with our products and the big range of products that we have, um, like the boom for them at the minute, everybody's so health conscious, as you say, everybody's looking to um, build up their immune system. Everybody's looking to, you know, get their weight back on track after lockdown. Um, yeah. After the binge eating of the lockdown, it was like Christmas Day every day for I think the first couple of weeks here. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's wonderful that we have such a, a vast range of products that cater for everybody. It's not just one niche. We have so many products to cater for all of the the needs and the wants of people um, in this present day. So we're in the, we're definitely in the right company and in the right industry. It's good to hear it wasn't just my house then, Bernie. About two weeks into lockdown, my Nicholas said, we've got to get out of this holiday mode and start eating healthily again. So I'm glad I wasn't the only house. <laughs> So one final question, your goals for the future for your business, what's next on the list for you? Well, um, Eagles ticked off, care plans ticked <clears> off, so next step now is Chairman's Bonus, that is my big goal um, and I'm working towards that, um, so watch this space. Yeah, great, and that, uh, getting to that point where you are completely financially independent and you're well on the way to that, so that will yeah, be until you get there. Yeah. yeah just you know being able to live comfortably is just it's just um it's very surreal i suppose as well because there was always you know um whenever in my present my old career of nursing um you never had any money for the luxuries and things at the end of the month the money was added up by child mountain it was added up by bills and things so it's lovely to have that extra disposable income at the end of the month as well yeah it opens your mind doesn't it to possibilities that just weren't possibilities before and that's exciting i think for everybody yeah so bernie it's been fantastic to be able to uh, get a little insight into the life of bernie rafferty today i'm sure all of our audience will have enjoyed listening to you i hope more than anything what the audience takes from all of our podcasts is that we are more alike than different and i think across the podcast you hear some similar stories but some different stories but you know as long as you as you said earlier on can get that those pockets of time develop the right vision and mindset and recognize that you need to work then anything is possible and you're a great example of that so bernie thanks very much for your time today enjoy the rest of your day thank you very much paul thanks for having me on here take you're care bye-bye